Alrighty, team, welcome to Fraser and Aiden talk about things for number two, episode two. Uh, we um, we did record this last week, so apologies for getting to you a week late. Uh, we had an issue with the audio and that it didn't mm. record about halfway through. Had some technical difficulty. Difficulty. Yeah. Diffi- yeah. That one. Mm. Bit of that. Difficulties. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah, today uh, really wanted to talk about mental health. Um, Mm. So I think it's a it's a topic that's like really close to home for myself, and I think quite a lot of people really. Um, yeah. And this is something that I know you know personally. I do a lot of work with. I know Fraser, you will do quite a lot of work as well. And it's mm. you know it's something that is in our I guess in our professional capacity that it's pretty important. And then also as you know from a personal perspective as well, it's you know something that. I think is really important to kind of shed some light on, drag out into the open and make people kind of pay a bit of attention to it. Yeah, just as a general life skill. Mm. Um, super important. Oh, I thought we'd lost audio there. Yeah, that would be <laughs> Again? Yeah, so we're just having a couple of beers, a bit of built-on, courtesy of a lovely client, Simone. Simon. Mm. Thanks, Simon. Um, so I suppose why, why talk about mental health? I think... For me personally, like it's a huge component of health. Mm. Right? Obviously, it's your mental health, um, and I think in the fitness industry space, it's not looked at or brought up probably as much as it should be. And I think there's more awareness starting to surround mental health and well-being. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's something that could always do with some more awareness, and I think just be interesting to get um, some of your insight. Do you want to give us a little bit of backstory? Yeah, for sure. Um, so from uh, like from personal or from like work? Uh, probably personal first. Yeah, we'll yeah. start personal going to work. So um, about probably, oh, when was it? I think February of this year, I was diagnosed with moderate depression. Um, since, since then, so I started taking antidepressants to help me out, which were basically a mild anti-anxiety, um, which like immediately, like from the day I started taking it, um, I noticed a, a massive change in my demeanor and just sort of how I was able to just deal with the issues of life. So I, I really, for, for me, it was just, I, I wasn't able to handle the stress that I was under um, and there were just too many things going on at once. and. Um, you know, I, I tried to work my way through it and, you know, I would meditate or I would use my diary or I'd do all that sort of thing. And then eventually it built up to the stage where it was like, this is not working. I am not sleeping. I feel as though I haven't taken a full breath in about two months. Like I'm, I'm not dealing with this well. I need help. Yeah. Um, and you know, like there's, there's definitely room in there for, I probably should have done it sooner, but like the fact that I went and did it was you know, obviously very useful. Since, since then I have been to see, so from, from when I was diagnosed, I went and saw a psychologist. Um, I think, so I got like the mental health plan, which I think is six sessions. So I've used up all of them. I, I do need to go see the doctor again and kind of book back in to go get my new six because that was extremely useful. Um, and yeah, it's just been kind of between now and then just kind of working on Myself, my environment, my situation, how I'm handling things, what I'm handling, taking care of myself better, because that was a you know really big component of it, yeah. Um, and yeah. Hmm. So that was a very brief sort of overview of I guess my own depression, 
And then, so something that was actually really, really low. So I've, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while because mm. like, and, and I think this stems from a lot of the work that I've done on myself over the last couple of years is that this is something that I'm really, like I'm really not ashamed of and I don't really give a shit that I've got depression and I'll happily talk about it to anyone who asks. Like I, I know I mentioned it to a couple of clients when I first got diagnosed because it was like, well, this is this is a thing for you to know, just in case I'm I'm being a bit weird today. Like, here, this is why. Like, yeah. um, but also, it's just a, a thing that I'm going through. Like, it's you know, if I if I started wearing glasses, I would be like, hey, hey like I have glasses. Like, mm. if I broke my leg and needed a cast, I would do that. If something's fucky with my brain and I need help balancing out my hormones, I will happily take antidepressants until I don't need to take them anymore. Yeah. Um, and as far as like not needing to take them anymore, I imagine that will be when platinum hits break even and I'm not freaking out about whether or not the business will go under. Mm. Um, like I haven't wanted to come off them yet because I, I know that I'm still stressing out about the financial side of things. Yeah. Um, like obviously there's other just like life stress going on as is normal. Mm. Um, but yeah, my, I think my big thing for me to try and take myself off them will be um, number one, making sure that the habits that I've built up are conducive to my mental health so like I'm in a good place with my training with my sleep with my food with my diary with my meditation all that sort of thing Um, and also that my environment is at the stage where I'm not getting some large external pressures coming in yeah Um, I think you know a, a good thing along the way has been really checking in on what what I'm focusing on as well because that can be a really big thing that can either throw you off or can make you feel good is like where your attention's being put Mm. Um, and I I see a lot of times people and myself as well struggling with like expectations Um, and you know never being good enough never having enough never strong enough never fit enough never lean enough never rich enough never like all that sort of thing as well and um, you know we spoke about this last time was Mm. you know gratefulness thankfulness that sort of thing and that was and still is very very important for myself is you know not letting yourself focus on those yeah little negative sort of things that are always going to be there because if you just keep on looking at the you know i'm tired this is hard all that sort of stuff and you never look at the positive or the things that you're grateful for that's that's what for me sends me into like a little bit of that negative spiral yeah um yeah yeah massive so that was i I guess that's like a little bit of a brief overview of probably the last year for myself and um yeah so sorry i so i put up a post i think about two weeks ago now um just to kind of say like hey everyone that i know you know just letting you know that i've been going through this for the last eight or nine months um this is by no means a cry for help because i don't want it to be that um and i think i would feel quite awkward if people were like oh hey like let's try and take care of you it's like i don't need people to take care of me i don't want people to be doing that I just I, I just want people to be thinking about this more and talking about it more because I think it's yeah. something that I have seen a lot of clients struggle with uh, a lot of my friends have struggled with like I have obviously struggled with and and people can be quite ashamed of it and this was just a, a you know my way to kind of go hey this is a thing that I have zero shame associated with it and neither should you like everyone don't be so weird about this stuff yeah like you know, like we talked about last time, seeing a psychologist should not be a, oh, this is weird. It's like, no, this is a thing that'll help your life. Go, you know, if, if there's someone that you can talk to that might give you some tools that helps you handle your life better, in what world do you not want to do that? Like, why, mm. what's stopping that? Where does that stigma come from? 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, I got maybe 20 or 30 private messages after that post from people being like, Hey, I'm also going through this and, or have gone through it and I'm finding it really hard. And I think from there, that was why I really wanted to talk about this in the podcast because it's, you know, it's obviously something that people want to, you know, that people are having a tough time with. Yeah. And then, you know, part of me is like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just going to post about it more often and like a little part of me is then like, who, like, who are you? Why, wh- how are you going to have any change? And it's like, well, maybe a couple of people that I know will have a look at what I put up and go, oh, cool. Well, maybe there's a different way to do things or maybe this will help or maybe yeah. I can try something different and just go from there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's one of the first parts in changing the stigma around <clears throat> mental health um, is being able to come out and talk about it, right? Cause oh, it's like, definitely. It's like, oh, what? Like, how do we talk about this? And it's like, well, just yeah. if you're pretty open about it, then there's there's nothing weird there, right? Yeah. And I think that's where it comes from. Is like, oh, if I say that, how are gonna pe- how are people gonna judge me? Like, mm. are they then gonna look at me in a different light or whatever it might be? But yeah, I think overwhelmingly it's the complete opposite. And if someone is like that, then it's like, well, cut them straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that was like something that Erin was worried about when um, because I you know I talked to the the team here about it quite a lot yeah um, and it was something that I didn't want to bring it up initially because it was kind of what's like I didn't want to bring it up for the sake of bringing it up I didn't want to hey guys of like I was diagnosed with depression but then it sort of just I I ended up mentioning it to you guys anyway because I just thought you should know yeah um, and I think Erin was a little bit worried that like it would be seen as a weakness from like all of you and yeah and that was sort of a okay cool like that's like again there's that stigma around around it um but also for myself it was like if the people around me like if if the team that i'm building here at platinum looks at me and goes oh you've got depression that's a weakness like by all means find another job like that was that was kind of my response was like yeah if like that's to, to me that's like you as a person looking on something like mental health issues as a oh you're obviously weak if you've got depression it's like okay like you've got to like you need to go check in on yourself like why is that the response yeah um yeah yeah so i don't know for, for me it was like well like i don't really care mm. because i know i'm not and if they do well they can sort their own selves out yeah or you can have a discussion around like yeah. Change, changing that opinion yeah exactly it's like yeah. why do you see it as a weakness yeah like probably because you've been brought up you know like like we said last time like you know for the last 10 years the see the psychologist in the TV show is like oh go see the shrink yeah yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of cultural mm. things around like oh it's like in a lot of entertainment right it's always the person who sees the psychologist is like crazy yeah, it's like, or they're wasting their time, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they just—they've got too much time on their hands. They're just going to see their therapist. Cause, yeah, because they're a housewife in Beverly Hills and have nothing better to do. Or yeah, whatever it might be. Or the court ordered Charlie Sheen to go see his shrink because he got caught doing drugs. And yeah, he was killing yeah. time and yeah, no one cares. Yeah, what's on? What's what's your experience like with it? Um, so I think like when I was younger. I probably went through like what could be diagnosed as depression through like periods like pretty early on. Yeah. Like um, teenage years? No, nah, like even before that, like oh, probably, right. yeah, like between like nine and 
12-ish. Okay. It's like pre-puberty. Yeah. Um, which looking back on it now, I'm like, oh yeah, I was probably like, I was pretty unhappy for a bit there. Okay. Um, but my experience with actually like seeing a psychologist or talking about it more openly was actually towards the beginning of this year when I was just going through like a pretty rough time with my like ex-partner we broke up and I was just feeling pretty stuck in life I was like fuck what am I going to do with myself um and my sister who's studying psychology was like oh you should see a psychologist and I was like yeah like how's that going to help kind of like uh if you insist so I went and saw the GP so did your did your sister really kind of like push you into it yeah pretty much okay cool Which I, I, I would not have done it otherwise. Because that's an, that's an interesting one, right? Like with the whole, like, if there's someone with depression, how do you... Mm. How, like, not how do you handle it, but, like, what are you meant to do What do you there? do, yeah. yeah. So for you, the... Do, do you think you were going through depression then, or were you no, more... No, it was more just, okay. like, I'm a bit stuck. Yep. Um, and she was like, yeah, go talk to someone externally about this who can give you guidance that's, like, you know, distanced. And I was like, oh, all right. But at the same time, then going to a GP and being like, hey, I want to see someone about my mental health and going through all the questionnaires and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I was hating that whole process. Really? And I was pretty, like, I was pretty nervous to go in there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling too great. Like, yeah. It just be even, pretty- it be, like, admitting that and talking mm-hmm. about it with someone is, like... It's pretty confronting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty confronting. Mm. Um, how, how long were you, like, tossing up, like, the whole go see a psychologist for? Um, I was probably there for a couple of weeks. Like, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get onto that. Yeah. And then something else. Probably hadn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my sister was like, oh, did you book in to see? And I'm like, oh, all right. So she actually definitely guided me into that. Yeah. Um, and I think having people around you, so like, as in, how do you how do you check up on someone? Right. It's like, mm. have a chat. How are you? And then if you've got experience seeing a psychologist then it's easy to be like, hey, I had this experience that helped oh, me. Definitely. And, then, and then the other person might come around to it, right? Yeah. But after the first session, I was very... I wasn't sold. I was like, yeah, this is kind of a waste of time. I feel a bit even more confused. I don't know if I click with this person. Why? Why do you think that is? I think I just was not... Because I was in a bit of a spot where I was feeling a bit lost. And I think I just didn't even communicate what I was feeling very well. Okay. So I, I walked out of there being like, she doesn't even know what I'm going through. I don't know, like I don't understand myself and now you don't understand me and I'm like oh what like what's wrong with me yeah um, but then in the second session it was like okay we're getting somewhere like this is helping me out why um, Why did you go back my sister again she's like don't don't give up straight away like give it some time I was like alright cool I'll try it out um, and then I think I only had like two or three sessions after mm. that and then I was like no nah, sweet like I'm in a good much better place now I don't think I need to continue doing this cool um, but I think we talked about this last time. It's not something you can work on or should work on when you're like, holy shit, I need to go work on this. Like, you can go and see a psychologist when you're like, oh, I could maybe yeah. improve my life skills a bit better. Like, I can yeah. deal with day-to-day things a bit better. And I think that's like, I suppose, part of where I would look for myself in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Like, being a little bit more proactive rather than like wait till it's oh like I should like I'm a bit stuck I need to do something Mm. yeah yeah so that yeah so what um is there like looking back 
mm. on the psychologist. Actually, do, should we go through the what you picked up at the end, maybe, to kind of like wrap up the... Yeah, 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 for sure. Because that was, you know, funny you said <coughs> that as well. So I went, and, I went and saw the psychologist before I was actually diagnosed with depression as a very proactive, like, I'm, I'm sure there are better ways for me to be able to deal with, you know, running the business and managing my stress and that sort of thing. And I think I, I saw her maybe one or two times yeah. um, before I went on antidepressants. So I, I saw her once. I remember walking out going, this is, I called Erin because I was just so happy with the, the conversation and I guess how I was feeling and the clarity she helped give to me. Um, so I walked out feeling great, saw her a second time, potentially a third time, and then was like, great, smooth sailing. Like, yeah. I've, I've put barriers up with work. I've kind of put a bit of distance in here. I've, you know, had a couple of conversations with some people in my life and I've, you know, you know, I'm managing my things better. I'm putting less guilt on myself. My expectations are lower. This is fantastic. Yeah. Trying to be more present, all that sort of thing. Um, and that was really good. And then I got, you know, swamped by the whole wedding stress, business stress, personal stress, like all that sort of stuff. And we're like, ah, oh, this is, I, I can't deal. Went to the doctor and was like, hey, I, I need help. I'm really struggling. And that was when I got on antidepressants. Now I went back and saw her. Um, and again, that helped out quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually need to go see the doctor now and go book in and see the psychologist. But I think like a, something that I found really, really hard, I, I was okay seeing the doctor, uh, but booking in to see a psychologist, I was like, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. And I ended up asking Aaron to find me a psychologist because I was just not in a good place to do it. And that's something that I think people need to realize is like, if you, if you're struggling, get someone to do it for you. Like the people in yeah. your life give a shit about you and they, they care. Yeah. Like if you, like you'll know you pretty well. If you're like, okay, I know I need this. What I'm going through now is not what I should be going through. And it's been going on for a long time and I'm not coping very well and I'm not dealing with this. Mm. Like that's a pretty good time when you should go see someone else for help. Cause yeah. if you're really struggling to get out of it and you've been struggling for a while and it's not a good place, by all means, go get yeah. some help. And if you're like, sometimes that initial thing can be the hardest, like booking that appointment, like outsource that shit. Like, yeah. hey friend, can you help me out here? Yeah. This is what I need. I, I just, I'm struggling. Can you please book me in a whatever? It's like, yeah, cool, done. Mm. Um, so I, I got Aaron to book in to see the psychologist f for me and that was great. Um, like I, I would highly recommend doing that. Like I, I, and I agree with what you were saying. Like I, I think it's, you know, it should almost be mandatory that you go see a psychologist twice a year yeah. just to see if you can deal with your crap better. And that's, you know, we, we do a lot of here and I do a lot of personally is trying to do a lot of self-improvement mm. so that you can try and deal with life better, right? Like, you know, and that's, Again, like we spoke about last time, that's communication, that's how you see the world, that's looking on the bright side, that's taking a positive stance, that's, mm. you know, all that sort of thing kind of wraps up into it. I don't think too many people do much of that. But when you see a psychologist, at least they can go like, okay, cool, like here's a better way for you to look at that. Or maybe you can have this conversation with this person about what you're dealing with and all that sort of thing. And like, I know for myself, a, a big part was like, where I was with Erin in our relationship and the psychologist, you know, got me to have a couple of conversations with her about just what, what was going on and how I was feeling about that. And that made a massive difference. Like yeah. that was great. Um, but it was something that otherwise I would have just been like, nah, deal with it. Yeah. And obviously I wasn't. So, and that's the difference, right? Like, cause I think having a chat about 
obviously talking about what you're going through with friends and people that are close to you is like an awesome thing to do mm. but at the same time they're not like giving their professional opinion they're just like they're just there to listen to you yeah they're there because they, they're there because they can yeah yeah but and sometimes having that having that outside perspective can be um very much needed like definitely well the, having a professional opinion yeah. like someone who's it's their job is to help people through that sort of thing like yeah by all means talk to your friends and like have a chat like if you're having a tough time talk to someone yeah um and then like i think you know there's that difference between are you talking to someone or are you, are you having a bitching moment because like there's there's a fine line between the two where it's like are you are you having a tough time and you're talking to your friends because you want to try and find an out or are you having a tough time and you're talking to your friends and you're just having a whinge yeah because one of them is productive and one of them is not and some look there's a time and a place for a whinge as well right like <laughs> yeah if you just want to have a beer and a vent <coughs> great go for it Mm. But and, and this is something that I've found with myself is like what's that vent look like is it like somewhat productive mm. or is it just you complaining complaining right like yeah. and it's I think you said it really well last time where it's like it's that victim mentality or it's yeah. like is it you know woe is me the world's against me life is hard yeah. or is it like hey I'm trying to work through something like this is just frustrating me right now and I really need to get it off my chest mm. this is annoying but there we go. Okay, I've got rid of it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, how do I deal with this sort of stuff? And like, then you're looking for solutions to the problem. The other one is you're just looking at the problem and you're focusing on the problem. Yeah. That doesn't... But I think even then in that, in that situation, right, it's like seeking professional help is going to help you get mm. like move through that. Because oh, like, definitely. I think every, everyone's probably been in a position, maybe not, but like I've definitely been in a position yeah. where I'm like, oh, the world's against me. Yeah. yeah. Like, life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> And probably, like, probably no, have, right? like, no one wants to hang around someone like that. And like, yeah. I get that. But at the same time, when you're in that, you don't, yeah. you can't necessarily see past it. Like, yeah, but it's not, it's not fun being around someone who's complaining about everything. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, I'm there to hear people out. And if someone wants to complain about things like, yeah, I'll have, I'll, I'll listen. Mm. It's a, look, it's a hard one. Like when, so since getting you know diagnosed and sorting out my own crap like i've i've become pretty not selective but like i've i've been a lot more i guess delicate with myself and who i spend time with yeah um and in that sense like i as, as a person i find it i'm sure everyone does but like i i find that being around people that play the victim or like are focused on that woe is me life is hard mm. like that I, I can't I really struggle to cope with it because I'm yeah. Uh, like yes life is hard you're correct like good yes yeah. you know, like and that's you know that's something that I adopted at a very very early age like when my when I went through my parents divorce it was like you, you know for me the only way that I could deal with it is like there's there's always something good you can take from it and it's like, no matter how bad your week is, there's like, if you can't find the one good thing, you're in trouble. Mm. And that was just, I guess, my personal ethos. And so when spending time with people that are not that, like I, I find it very hard and it affects me quite a lot mentally. Yeah. And so to protect myself, I've really drawn a line and gone like, okay, cool. If you're not that, I, I can't be around you. Yeah. And I think... 
look, I think it's hard, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being quite selective with the people that you spend time with. Because at the end of the day, you choose who you spend time with, like you're an adult. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to spend time with someone, don't spend time with them. And it might sound harsh, but again, your responsibility is to yourself first and foremost. Yeah. If being around a certain person is affecting you negatively, by all means, don't be around that person. And that's not that's not like oh don't help people like but no go help people if you if you can mm. if you're in a good place to help people help people but if you're not in a good place and being around people takes it out of you like pull back yeah and that's what I started I guess from you know when I was going through all this is I I couldn't cope with people that were going through that so I was like I I can't help you with your things because I'm having a lot of trouble right now yeah. and it was just like if if. You know, if people weren't trying to find a solution to their problems and were just there to focus on that negative, I was like, I, this isn't it for me. Mm. Um, I think that can be a hard one oh, definitely. in our industry as well, because obviously, yeah. like you got into personal training and I think despite some of the stigma around personal trainers, most personal trainers do get into the fitness industry because they want to help people. Yeah. Um, but you've got to help yourself before you can help other people and I yeah. think there's like a pretty fine line between well you need barriers right you need boundaries yeah, big time between yourself and giving too much of yourself and then not being able to take care of yourself and then it's like a negative spiral and you don't take care of yourself so it's not it's not being selfish it's putting yourself first so you can yeah take care of yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself you can't help anyone else you can't really help anyone else big time um, which is probably a it's definitely a big thing in the in the fitness industry yeah um with people giving too much yeah. I think I struggle like even today I do struggle with that a little bit I'm like yeah definitely yeah but big time like I'll you know I'll respond to messages on a Saturday night when I shouldn't be responding to messages mm. and things like that and you know you do it because you love it yeah um that's you know and I look the same thing as myself and the team like I, I know I give too much to the team right now because I, yeah. I worry way too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I always stress out about like, are you guys okay? Am I doing enough for you? Do you have focus? Do you like, are you taking care of yourself? Like all that, that's always like yeah. my stresses, right? Um, and that's, you know, the, the big thing when I first saw the psychologist is like, again, where does that all stem from? And working backwards, it stems from my fear that I'm never going to be good enough. And for me, being good enough is you know, being able to give people guidance and to feel appreciated, mm. right? And for me, it's all like, I realized a while back that it's all about, you know, I'm doing this stuff so that I can feel appreciated. So if, but if you guys don't say anything, it's like, I don't feel appreciated. And then like, I'm, like, oh, I'm not doing enough. And it's like, like chill on that. Like you're doing more than you need to do it for the right reasons mm. sort of thing. Like same as, you know, weight loss for the wrong reasons, doing this for the wrong reasons as well. Yeah. Um, and that was a you know really big thing that I didn't need to continue doing. It's like putting distance and being okay with myself, really. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a hard one. Like that's what I struggle. I think that's what everyone struggles with. Is like feeling like we're good enough mm. and feeling like what we do is enough. Um, and being able to walk away from the week and go like, I've done good. Mm. Um, that comes back a lot of that to that gratefulness and yeah, being thankful for what you have. Mm. Um, I suppose I'm curious what was your like key takeaways from actually seeing a professional and getting 
yeah. some professional help with mental health. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. Like number one is don't be scared to go see men, like someone mm. for your mental health. Um, like even I remember like walking to into their office. I was like, oh, like I was on edge. It was scary. Yeah. Like you feel so. I guess you feel so judged. Um, but like that's what they're there for. They don't really care. No. Like not they don't care, but like they don't. It's what they. they it's what they do. They're there to analyze. That is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. For for me, the I think the big ones is like number one was being present, um, and I find it all the time is like I'll focus so much on like what I have to do or what I think I have to do. Right, like looking ahead and going, okay, like, you know, we're sitting here and talking, but like trying to catch myself being like, oh, there's all this you've got to do for tomorrow and make sure that the Platinum One party goes well and like you've got a, you've still got messages to do and, and just actually trying to be in the moment and enjoy myself in the now. Because um, like that's something I find I struggle with mm-hmm. and a lot of that's about having so many things that I expect myself to do. Yeah. Um, I think I think we spoke about this last time and just like a very interesting thing that happened to me is like so I'll, and I bring this up because I think it's very normal is um like how focused I've been on my career for probably the last four or five years mm. um so like basically like I'll wake up every morning and my brain will kick into the this is all the crap you've got to do and all of it's about work like all of it there's like you know mentally I will see like one of those old school computer screens and just like lines and lines and lines and lines of that old green text come scrolling down of just like all the different shit I've got to do yeah and because it's like a, a very new business there's never you're never done like there's always more to do and in what a big issue was I, I was having was I was putting my health and well-being in there as a it will help the business if I'm in a better place mentally and physically right so if I've got a list of 300 things to do for the business you know, let's say I've got train five days, prepare some food, all that sort of thing. They're on the same priority as like send a message to clients because they were only there so that I could help my career. Yeah. Um, and I, I've done quite a lot of work with like meditation and breathing and like thought awareness, I think is the best way to describe it is like you're always having thoughts, but like being aware that you're having the thoughts and they are thoughts. Um, it was super useful but basically like I, I woke up this morning and I almost had an epiphany that for, for me the way I visualized it was like I it, it, like I had like a HUD like a display and then in there was this dial and the dial was switched across to like you know so this is myself and the dial was switched to like a platinum one so essentially I was just being the business and it was like all rusted and gummy and shitty and like had been there for fucking years. Like since I started at Vision, I think I was probably doing all these things for the sake of growth, run a gym, be a business owner, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and so on one side, it's got Platinum One and on the other side, it's got Aiden. And I remember like mentally trying to turn the dial from Aiden is Platinum One to Aiden is Aiden. And it took me like three or four goes and it was all rusted and it kept on flicking back. And then eventually I turned it over to just like prioritize yourself and I had nothing there like nothing for for probably years everything I had done was for my career yeah and I hadn't done anything for the sake of like this is for me and that was just a, a bizarre moment where I was like holy crap like I am not taking care of myself 
and I'm, I'm still working on that now. Like I'm most of, probably 90% of my time, it's all about platinum. Mm-hmm. And it's just being aware of that and trying to get back to like taking care of me. And a big part of that, sorry, going back to it is like being able to be present in the now and not, oh God, I've got all these things to do. It's like, they can wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to walk into the weekend and go, hey, between now and Monday, I'm not going to do anything. I can think about work because like, you know, you can't always control your thoughts and that's fine. By all means, think about them, but just leave it. Yeah. Like think about it because you love what you do and you love your business and you love your team and you love your clients. Awesome. You can think about it as much as you want, but you're not going to do a single thing about it until Monday morning. Yeah. And that was, that was probably one of the most freeing things that I took out of the psychologist is that whole like, don't fight your thoughts. By all means, have them, but just don't do anything about it. Mm. like Adam great just wait yeah so and you know that whole being present is like wash the dishes and feel the water and experience like the now as much as you can um and you know meditation put away the phone have that like you time yeah go for a walk like all that sort of stuff like I I try and do as much of that as I can because I spend way too much time thinking about all the things that I need to do and that that affects me mentally Mm. holy crap that went on for a while sorry no um, I think that's like some good insight though and I think that a lot of people um, do find it very hard to switch off because everything's so go 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 yeah and I that does very affect, career yeah yeah like, career or uh, like everyone's got a lot of shit going on right yeah big time um, and that fight or flight sort yeah. of response that your body has yeah it does like you physically your body cannot oh. tell the difference between yeah. stress that's mental or uh, physical right so yeah. it's like that feeling that a lion is chasing you when you're just sitting <laughs> yeah. there thinking about the shit you have to do in yeah. two hours time and, and that then affects you physiologically you yeah. can't recover yeah can't sleep can't sleep as well like sh- still can't recover can't think about huge things component to yeah. physical health as well right which is why yeah. mental health is so important that's actually something yeah. like breathing has been something that is like I'll, med- I'll get home and I'll do meditation before sleep to help myself breathe yeah because that slows me down that pulls me into the present yeah um, and I'll notice that I haven't taken a proper breath for okay. ages yeah right because I've been so like go 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 like on edge on edge on edge that I haven't stopped and been like alright breathe in oh that's what it's like ah this is good yeah um yeah, so that really helped. And I think the the last thing was probably about just expectations on myself. Mm. Um, and, you know, I was reading a book about vulnerability and talking about, you know, we've, right now we're in a society and a culture of scarcity where it's like we're ne- we never have enough. We never have enough money or time or influence or whatever it may be. And a lot of that's tied into social media. Yeah. Um, but just trying to trying to be grateful for who I am and what I do instead of looking at all the things I'm not doing because there's an endless list of the shit that I don't do yeah. and endless right it's never gonna you never you're never yeah. gonna do it yeah. um, and instead looking at like what I have done and trying to be proud of that yeah um, yeah that's that was probably my, my big takeaways from the psychologist mm. um, what were interesting what were yours um, I suppose it was just breaking down the science behind how our brains work um so how we process information what is 
reality versus what is a thought in your head so I suppose similar to that like be conscious of the thoughts you're having and like where does that thought stem from so like if you feel anxious in a certain situation what's the thought you're having and then maybe like oh why am I having that thought and then feeling it being okay with feeling whatever it is that you're feeling but also being like yeah cool this is going to pass so I suppose mm. looking at um, looking at my own mental health in a, like in an analytical way and being like oh this is what my brain's doing and I'm like oh okay and then it's easier for me like if I'm feeling really anxious or a certain way then I can be a little bit more aware and start to be conscious of the thoughts that I'm having as well like oh why am I thinking that like is that real no <laughs> that's in your head yeah um, can I can I just jump in there real quick just yeah, yeah. For, for our audience members all yeah. ten of you uh, so on, on that note something that I found that really helped me with that is if you download the Headspace app yeah. and you go through the basic program which I think is ten sessions long yeah. I think session four or five there's a meditation based on seeing your thoughts as thoughts and like ah. watching them go by and being able to go like I understand that what that my thoughts are not necessary like obviously our thoughts are associated with emotions and stuff mm, right mm. but like looking at that and going oh cool like this thought's coming through I'm just going to observe it observe the fact that it's a yeah. thought and go like, alright cool let it pass yeah instead of they, they liken it to sitting in traffic and when you're in traffic you're like fucking like I just want to go yeah and being able to take yourself out of the car sit on a bench and watch the cars going past in traffic and going all that traffic's your thoughts. Yeah. And when you're sitting in them, at the time, you can be very, like, like anxious and emotional, like, blah, I can't deal with it. And yeah. pulling yourself out of that. So, that was, that. sorry, that was Observer, my yeah. thing that I found helped. Did you, have you done, like, any advice you would give to someone who has, like, that's an interesting concept, but, mm. like, I've never done mental health things. Like, yeah, how do I, how do I do that? Probably, I think one of the things that I found interesting was actually writing down some of the thoughts that I'd have. Um, and then also, this wasn't one from the psychologist, but writing down the worst possible outcomes Yeah. in life. So, like, if you're stressing out about a situation or certain mm. things that are going on, like, write down the worst possible thing that can happen and then be like, oh, like, is it that bad? Like, maybe. Like, maybe it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to die, but it's like... What are the odds? Yeah, 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 yeah. And just, that helps me chill things out a little bit as well. That's um, cool. And then definitely breath work. So, like, if I'm feeling stressed, sl- slowing your breathing down, mm. um, which then brings your nervous system down. And, like, <laughs> you can just breathe for a bit, right? You're not... Yeah. It takes you out of that stress state. So, doing slow breathing... Mm. Um, and then I don't know if this this probably this wasn't actually from the psychologist but um, the grateful journal I'm not sure where I got that from actually but just writing down three things or thinking about three things that I'm grateful for at bedtime and then three things that I'm looking forward to the following day which I don't do every day like I don't think I've done it this week Um, but that's one of those things that when I'm doing it like I feel better and it really sets me up for the following day and helps me stay grounded um yeah I think that was probably the main the main things that I got from the psychologist cool yeah. so just making it more about you know this, 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 <coughs> here's the logic behind it this is actually what's yeah, yeah. going on to help you deal with because I think that's what a lot of it comes down to right is like that you're, you know you're building that mountain out of the molehill yeah yeah you're, you're, you're in making it. it that 
this is so hot. Like, I'm not coping with what's happening right now because all the what ifs and yeah. the, bah, you know, everyone's judging me and it's never going to be, it's like, it's not It's like, like you're chasing your tail and you can't see the horizon. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you're so in whatever it is you're doing that you can't be like, yeah. oh, right, there's the, there's the future. Like, yeah, definitely. You can get so caught up in what you're thinking that you can't see in the future and mm. relax. Are you, will you go back to see the, the or a psychologist? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Same one? Um, possibly. Yeah, like, I mean, I would go back to her, but I'd also be open to seeing other people in the future. And I think it, like we mentioned last week when the audio cut out, um, would be making it a regular thing that it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm going to go check up with this like once or twice a year or, yeah. um, yeah, cause it's not, it's not something that you have to do when you're like, oh shit, mm. I'm a bit stuck. I need to see someone, it's something you can do proactively and be like, yeah. Go have a chat and get some helpful tools for life, right? Yeah, and I think like from a you know from a professional perspective, like a lot of a lot of what we do here is about helping people deal with their shit. Like, mm. like you know, again, it comes back to let's let's say weight loss because everyone everyone's banging on about weight loss, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's say the person who's thirty kilos overweight, you won't typically become thirty kilos overweight because you have a fantastic association with food. And mm. everything you do is about like, I'm going to have the cleanest. Like it's like normally what I see is it's stress response, right? Like things in your life are getting really hard. And the way that you've learned to cope is by typically pushing away the really hard and going and drinking or eating. Yeah. That's how I find most people that get to that stage, get to that stage. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times there's like, I don't know about you, but like, a lot of my clients have some pretty bad emotional hangups with food. And they yeah. really use the food as like their stress coping. Um, or there's that whole like story in their head of you're never going to be good enough. You're always going to be fat, that sort of thing. And that's, you know, kind of different mm. sort of podcast probably. But I think it very much ties into uh, mental health mm. as well. And I think health overall obviously encompasses mental health massively. Yeah. Um, and if you're doing things from a bad place mentally then it doesn't like yeah okay it's good to work on yourself physically but if you're doing it from a place of like I'm not enough I hate myself Mm. Uh, I think I quoted this the other day like I heard from someone saying they like to motivate themselves they'd look in the mirror and be like you're a fat piece of shit like that that sort of mentality it's like Mm. yeah like that it's motivation but no that's not a client no no okay Um, I was going to give that, him a hug. <laughs> yeah. Making sure that working on yourself, like, be like, yeah, I love me. I'm doing this because I love me. Like, yeah. And that's, oh. that's hard. It's hard to love yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, it's really fucking hard. Yeah. Because there's always like, we always look at the things that we hate about us. Yeah. yeah. Always. And I don't know. It's like, it's one of those, sometimes you just got to pull yourself up and go like this. There's, there's so much... There is so much to be grateful for. Yeah. Like, so much. Like, look at the world we live in. Like, yeah, sure, we're all busy and stuff, but, like, I I guarantee everyone listening to this has a roof over their head tonight. They've got power, they've got water, they've got electricity. They've probably got a really nice bed. They're probably renting an apartment for, like, a decent amount of money. It's probably in the North Shore. Like, because, you know, our friends are... All quite, like, most of our friends and clients are around St. Leonard's. Yeah. Sorry, Northern Beaches. Yeah. Northern Beaches? North Shore. Not sure. Not sure. Yeah, same shit. Like, we're pretty central in Sydney. We probably have money to spend 
yeah, you'd probably live a pretty good life. You could probably go out to breakfast tomorrow and spend mm. 50 bucks and be like, yeah, sick. Like, I think that's also where people get hung up though. It's like, like practice gratefulness, but then like, how can I feel so low when I've got so much around me? And then yeah. it's like, yeah, you should see someone. Mm. Um, and again, like, a, you know, it's, I think it comes back to what you focus on, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you, it's are like, you focusing ah, on do I have all these things or is it like, oh, look at what that person's got and that person's got, like, I don't have that. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm seeing a highlight reel on Instagram. Yeah, big time. And I'm picking up on flashy objects that I don't have and I'm like, oh, I want that. That's, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's yeah. hard, but like, I, th- I think like a while back I really stopped doing the whole Facebook and Instagram scroll because like, n- number one, you're only ever going to see most of, like most of the time, you'll only ever see the best parts of people's lives and mm. that's not real. But also if you looking at it makes you feel upset that you're not going on holidays because all of your friends like... If you've got 400 friends on Facebook, chances are every week someone's going to be putting up a photo of them on holidays. Yeah. If you're looking at that and you're like, oh, we're not on holidays right now. like, And then it'll be like a throwback photo of like, here was my holiday. And like yeah. another throwback of like, oh, I'm looking forward to going on holiday. Big time. I'm like, yeah. look, not like, like, oh my God, life sucks at the moment. Yeah. But also as well, like, I'm a firm believer of like, create a life that you don't have to run away from. Mm. Like, I, I know, so with the team here, like, I'm, I'm, it's pretty much mandatory that every three months you take a week off or at least a half week and that's more from like you know we've got a pretty demanding job and it's very physical like go get some rest but like I, th- I think a lot of people are so oh god I can't wait to get away it's like what are you doing like this is your why are you trying to escape from your life like what do you need to do differently to create a life that you don't need to run away from yeah and that's you know like that's that's hard right that's a very hard thing to be aware of is that whole like are my thoughts productive or like super fucking negative yeah because like that would be a thought pattern that i would be like that's that would be a spiral for me like if i was to look at stuff like that every day and go oh god i can't wait to get away on holidays Mm. like okay well like is that because you just really enjoy holidays or is that because you fucking hate what you're doing now and just can't wait to escape yeah because if you can't wait to escape like you probably need to change some things yeah like look at your life Go like, is it your job? Is it your expectations? Is it your partner relationship <laughs> yeah. situation? Yeah. 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 Um, and like, as far as, you know, going on the relationship thing, like I've got a pretty awesome relationship with Erin and we talk about a lot of things and our communication is pretty fucking good. Mm. Um, and I'll take some credit for that because I've done a hell of a lot of work on my own communication and I'll kind of pick up when things are not okay. Yeah. Um, but like listening to a lot of, friends and a lot of people is like there's a lot of, some issues with communication going on out there and just like how people deal with their stuff and mm. like there's yeah I don't know that that's again a whole other can of worms is yeah. like what are you doing in your life that is good or what are you doing that's like not conducive to you feeling good and being in a good place mm. so, yeah yeah Love it. Uh, All right, should we we wrap it up? Yeah, so I think that probably concludes our little spiel on mental health. Yep. Should we finish like we did last week with... um, Read my mind. Your three takeaways for anybody's, like things they can implement right away that you do that help with your uh, mental state? Sure. Um, So... (laughs) It says stop being so negative. Um, but like, and that's, that's a thing that 
takes a hell of a lot of work. But like honestly, I would say, like, yeah, stop being so negative. Like, and there, like, be aware of whether or not you're being negative. And like, if you're always focusing on the negative things, because I promise you, that's not helping. And it's, it's that's a very hard thing to change, yeah. right? And it's not just a matter of like, look on the bright side. It's like, no, no, no. Like, this is coming from like, yeah, I, I've got a lot of shit going on in my life, and there's a lot of things that are bad. Mm. It's not just a matter of like, oh, well, let's be positive now. It's like, no. It takes fucking work and it takes hard work and it, there are plenty of times where you'll get home and be like, this sucks and this is unfair and this is bullshit. It's like, yep, it probably is. Great. What are you going to do about it? Mm. Well, you can focus on the things that are bullshit and that you can't change and that are negative or you can focus on the couple of things that you are able to control. Anyway, mm. I don't know. I was, yeah. Um, so I, I think my main things are like number one, prioritize your sleep. Yeah. Um, that is hands down. It's like all of our clients, all of the trainers here, go get some sleep. That would be probably the number one. Seven to nine hours. Seven yeah. to nine hours. Like, you know, all those people are like, but I get by on six. Like, you don't. You think you do? You probably don't. Yeah. You, you've got that mentality that, like, oh, I can sleep when I'm dead. I'm hardcore. It's like, yeah, I nah, did that you, for way too long. You are robbing yourself. You are fucking yourself over. Yeah. Like, I, I cannot... Anyone anyone listening to this that's getting less than seven, sort that out, your life will be better. Yeah. Straight away. Like, don't, don't worry about implementing anything else. It's like, get a sleep routine. So, that's like my big one is that sleep routine there. And I don't always do it because I'm not perfect and I work on it as much as I can is I will work back from what do I need to do to try and get eight. Because I won't normally get eight. But I'll aim for it because I'd rather aim for it and miss it than mm. aim for six and get six. So I'll look at, okay, cool. I'm waking up at 4.30 tomorrow. Cool. To get eight hours, I need to be in bed at 8.30. I need to be asleep by 8.30. To do that, my sleep routine starts at eight and I'll have an alarm set. My alarm goes off at eight. It's like, get off the computer, get off YouTube. Because that'll kill 30 minutes like nobody's business. And I will turn off my lights. I will turn off my phone. I'll put on my alarm on my phone on my uh Clock. clock yeah. I will put on my white noise because I love some white noise um, and I'll read and that will in bed I'll read in bed because I'll get ready to go to sleep and that will shut me down so hard because it, mm. like as soon as I stop watching videos and I start reading I'm out because I'm like I'm always tired I'm exhausted right but it's very easy to watch three hours of YouTube and um, not rest and not rest so I, and my sleep routine involves after I've read I'll do some breathing um, so I'll put on like a headspace breathing app mm. for about 10 minutes. I'll, I'll normally fall asleep during that. Uh, if I don't, I'll then do, de- depending on where I'm at, I'll do gratefulness before or after the meditation. Um, yeah, so my, my, my big one is go get some sleep. Um, six hours is nowhere near enough. And you may think it's okay because you've been doing six hours for the last year. It's, it's not okay, go get seven. Um, and the way I do that is work my way back from what, what do I need, when do I need to be asleep to get it? And what do I need to do to get to sleep is normally shut, the, shut off all my electronic things, try and be in the present in the now. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So don't, don't be negative. Yeah. Get enough sleep. Yeah. That'd be the main thing. Big two. Yeah. Awesome. What are, you, what are yours, Fraser? Um, doing, doing outdoor things. So like, even that might be walking or running outside, um, going surfing, hiking, and physical activity. So that can include like gym work as well. Like if I'm doing that, mm. overall, like my stress is better. I just 
I feel like I just cope with yeah. life a lot better. Will you try and do like your hikes and stuff? Will you leave your phone? Or will you? Um, no, not every time. But I think that's probably part of it though, is that switch off time. Like yep. surfing definitely. Like, yeah. yeah. Obviously that's a given. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then outside of that would be the gratefulness. Um, which like, I think writing three things down before bed is a good one or your significant yeah. other and be like, Hey, what are three things you're grateful for today? Yeah. And sometimes it can feel a bit repetitive, but even if it's repetitive, it's like, mm. it sets things in, right? Cause you can be like, I'm alive. It's like, yeah, oh, I've got a lot to be grateful for. I'm alive. I, I and that can sound like you can be like, Oh, that's stupid. But it's like, well, no, it's not. Like, no, not at all. I'm alive. <laughs> I see. I like that. Cause I'll try and, yeah. I'll try and diary, but I'll, I'll, I'll always try and diary way too much. So even just yeah. a bare minimum, do your three gratefuls. I'm three really gratefuls. like that. Yeah. Um, and then breath, breath stuff does it for me. So like the meditation thing I can find difficult, but if I focus on breathing, then I fall into a meditation, right? Cause it's like, I think that's kind of how meditation works. It's yeah. like you focus on the breath and then relax. Brings you into the present. Yeah. yeah. And you become more present. Mm. Um, yeah. So that'd be my three things for mental health obviously it's always a work in progress um, and it's something that I hope I continue to get better at yeah definitely but it's definitely what I'm 25 it's only something that's become more apparent in the last year that I'm like oh Mm. catch yourself before you start definitely (laughs) and I I think as well like just one last thing is Mm. you know everyone's everyone has their own troubles like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's very easy to, to kind of especially when you're not in a very good place is to sort of look at it and be you know there's something wrong with me yeah like, or feel isolated in whatever it is you're going through right? big time and that's yeah. like I get it a, like I get it a lot where people are like say to me it's like oh it's all very well for you like you're a positive guy it's like this is fucking hard yeah. like it's really really hard to be positive like it's hard to put the happy face on and it's hard yeah. to not be like, I am exhausted. Like it's five in the morning. Well, you're a personal um, trainer. It's easy. Like you must uh, love working out. I'm like, uh, yeah. It's like no chance. I fucking hate working out. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, There's plenty of weeks and months and days where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be positive. Yeah. I don't want to rock up and be like encouraging to, I'm like, I don't like, I don't want to be encouraging to the team. I mean, just yeah. suck, like deal with your shit. I'm dealing with mine. Let's all move on. It's funny. I think Neha actually said something after listening to the first episode of our podcast that she's like oh yeah I think like sometimes I just think of you guys as like superhuman <laughs> yeah. training yourself it's like yeah no <laughs> not, not at all no <laughs> yeah yeah like we, we struggle just as much as and that's the thing is like that whole you never know what anyone else is going through like no. don't don't sit there making judgment calls about them like you know that that whole like that positive person is probably not that positive that really ripped dude he's probably not super happy with himself like all that sort of thing is like, yeah, like you, yeah. You don't know what other people are going through, but like, don't stress out that you're the only one that's having negative thoughts. Don't stress out that like, yeah. It's don't hard don't to feel like you're alone and don't feel you're like you're alone. Yeah, big time. Because I mean, like, this is going on a tangent, but Love humans, it. like, we are very social. Yes, it's a huge part of what we do, and I think yeah, that now more than ever especially it's like there's a lot of isolation even though we can communicate so easily right through our mobiles and that's the problem right but that's yeah it's like you just 
see a highlight reel on Instagram. Yeah. And what are those you actual... You feel alone. Maybe yeah. everyone's sitting in bed like, oh, fuck, I wish I was on holiday. Yeah. And then what... Like, nobody's what talking to each other. And what are those communications like when you do talk? Like, you, you having a message conversation is not the same as you sitting face-to-face no, with someone and talking. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's a really big thing that I wanted to try with Platinum is to create a community of, like, a, a bare minimum of trainers that are kind of supporting each other. And it's, yeah. I think that's been really exciting for me, but... Yeah, mm. I, I I don't think too many people have a very good community behind them. No, no, not at all. Because we're so like, you're right, we're so isolated. You know, we've got our own pockets of like, mm. wake up, go to a job that you know is pretty damn stressful, and you've got very high expectations on yourself, and you're always working yeah. overtime. And go home, rinse and repeat, because our life's about work. Yeah. And then you're killing time on the weekend when you're going out and get sloshed, so you mm. don't have to think about it. Yeah. Depressing, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there is that is one way. Like I've definitely lived for the weekend in the past. Yeah, um, something I try not to do in current day. Big time, and yeah. I think if you do start doing it, like I'm, I'm at the stage now where I'm like, Fuck, I just, re- I really need that weekend. Like I'm gonna sleep. Yeah, but like this is where I've, I've got a. But I still love week. what I do. I, I, the week, yeah. I wouldn't change it f- yeah, yeah. for a second. It's just been for too long. Like. I should have booked in this time off. Like I had, I had a weekend off, what four weeks ago, and I worked the whole time. Yeah, which is dumb because I needed it to recharge. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Oh, good question. Um, so Aiden personally, uh, I assume I'm under Aiden Holden in Facebook. Mm. Um, I think on Instagram I'm Holden Aiden. I need to get better at posting things. Holden Aiden. Holden Aiden, just to mix it up. Uh, and Platinum One is under Platinum underscore One underscore Personal underscore Training. One written. One written as yeah. the word. The word. Yes. Okay. And where, where can people find you? Uh, Fraser underscore Angus at, that's my Instagram handle. So nice. Fraser underscore Angus. That is currently Love it. where I'll be on the internet. Nice. Mm. Love it. And um, yeah, look, I'd, I'd say if, if anyone wants to talk about this sort of stuff yeah. more, by all means, please, you know, send me a message, reach out. Like, this is, this is something that I think, like, I would fucking love to drag this kicking and screaming into the light over mm. the next however long, because um, I think it really needs to be done, and I think people are scared of it, and that's the, yeah. you know, they're the, they're the good ones to talk about. 100%. See you next week. See you next week for the next episode of Fed and Friends Talk About Things. Ciao. Bye.